0: Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Converse podcast. I am Josh. And I'm Aaron. And today, we are looking at a topic that we actually wrote... I think we wrote this topic maybe a few months ago, actually. Like, this was probably one of the earlier topics we wrote down, and we right. just kept putting it off for so long. Yeah. And I was like, look, we gotta we gotta do this topic. We've <laughs> we've been putting this topic off for way too long. Yeah, yeah. We've and, been uh, passing it by it.
1: enough times already, so... Yeah, we've, we've kept
0: procrastinating it, which is ironic given one of our other episodes is about procrastination, I How think. How to fight procrastination.
1: <laughs> well, we are fighting it right now, so.
0: We uh, um but yeah, the topic for today is having an artistic vision while still being natural. Um now at this one you might some of you might be like, "Huh? What do you mean, Josh? Like what do you mean by while still being natural?" Cuz I think that um and so I think kind of to give you guys some kind of a little bit more elaboration on the topic anyway so the idea is that um one of the things that at least i feel like i sometimes struggle with or at least i run into sometimes is sometimes i will have a kind of a creative vision like and some kind of vision for a song you know i mean i might be like oh, i want it to be like this and need to be like that and i want this kind of a riff and that kind of a thing right yep um but then sometimes i get caught and i think i get caught in this thing where. I get so caught up in that particular vision of what I want the song to be to the point where it almost... It's almost frustrating to write because you're you're so caught up in trying to get to this particular vision that you have but it's... you're still like, you know, but you're like, God, oh, it's just not... like... you get so, like, caught up by that. Like, the vision that you lose sight of, like, some of the happy accident... like, some of the other hidden gems in there. Yeah, but yeah. you're so caught up in what you want that you're like you you don't even realize it. I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because we we like the both of us we we don't do music for a living, uh, and a lot of our creative output or our creative end result is a result of, well, for me at least is or and and I presume we would apply for Josh as well. It it comes out. We would argue in an, in a natural way, like we we don't yeah. we don't have a particular deadline we have to set to release to have songs ready for our labels. Yeah, I mean, at, yeah. and it's it's entirely up to us. Like we set the deadlines and we yeah. decide when a song is ready for release. But I can't imagine bands or people who do music for a living and they have a label to satisfy and right they, they're on they're on schedule to release an album and they have a yeah, schedule I mean, to write songs to meet their obligations and yeah and for them it's that that would be more of an issue for them in terms of yeah. they have the pressure mm-hmm. of a deadline and the pressure of a budget i mean
0: and I think it also depends. I think as well, though. Like, I think with even with like if, even within that sphere, it really depends on like certain bands. Like, I think like the Foo Fighters, for example, I can't imagine them being like you know whatever <laughs> having to like you know yeah adhere yeah. to that like the label per se. I think it's like I think it's very subjective or not subjective. I think it's very much like situational base, and I think that's yeah. the thing though. Is like everyone's like um <clears throat> every uh it's kind of a whether you're a professional or you're you know or not i think it is kind of certain i think certain artists would argue like oh i'm not going to release it until like you know it's perfect it's like hey yeah yeah uh, and it's
1: it's interesting because i'm thinking of how of how probably this would be more applicable to to back in the day when you had yep. yeah the, the, these are the days before before spotify or home studios and people were pretty yeah. much just relying on the labels to create stuff and the, I, and I can imagine these these bands being signed up to these major labels and yeah. they only have maybe a month or two of studio time and they go in yeah. and it's like okay like we have to make an album and how do yeah. we how do we make an album that that would satisfy the labels but at the same time how do we not sell out or yeah. cave into pressure to sound like a particular band and mm-hmm. and that and things i would argue have changed drastically with the advent of technology and the advent of of home studios and and cheap audio recording equipment and yeah and for for myself and and josh really like the the only thing that would be holding us back or be a limiting factor is is ourselves our our jobs (laughs) and our other our various other commitments that we have to attend to and and it's interesting how we have a different kind of problem. Like our problem is not is not of a budgetary sense, or or having to release an album to satisfy other people. It's really about us and how yeah. we decide to present our art and ourselves to our audience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and then that that again leads me to the idea of how do we want to present ourselves like we we have a sound like for Josh and I it's it's the rock sound guitars drums and and everything but say if we wanted to branch out to a different sound that's maybe more of a less rockish kind of vibe like the the like i think it was yeah i mean like Previously, Josh was showing me this keyboard synth that he was doing
0: and oh yeah,
1: it was very different from what he would release, and yet it was still i would say it it it's still Josh when i hear yeah, when yeah. I hear him playing the synth, right, but at the same time it's 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 different from his mm-hmm. normal cure black guitar driven releases right and, yeah and so like. This would probably be my question to, to Josh. It's like when you're, when you're creating something and you're using a new instrument or a new sound, yeah. it's like how do, you, how do you create a song that incorporates new things, but at the same time, it's still natural to your style, even though yeah. it's not, it may not necessarily be rock, but at the same time when you right. hear it, they still go, oh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's something that Josh would do. And it's still Josh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it usually is. I think, I mean, for me, I guess the the starting point is always, I have like a pretty standard set of like guitar sounds. So I'll at least incorporate those. Um, And usually I'll use some kind of live drops, I guess, in a way to kind of. And then if it's like, I think it depends on what, the quote-unquote like new instrument is per se if it's like a synthy sound i mean i to be honest i don't think i can't imagine like you know using a full-blown like all synthy kind of stuff for a career yeah. song i think it just i don't think it would work i think it would just be weird but yeah. you never know i never say never right i mean yeah, yeah. i think i'm i i think i'm pretty musical musically uh open with a lot of things, I guess, in terms of sounds. Um, I mean, I do have certain things that I personally tend to adhere to. Like, for example, like, I don't use autotune. Like, I will never use autotune on another person. Like, I will not. I just will not do it because it's yeah. just, it's like my morals or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's a moral moral thing or something. I just, for me, I just, I just can't bring myself to do it. I'm just like, I just can't do it. I'm like, if I'm recording myself or I'm recording anyone else, I'm like, if we if you know there's a vocal part that's not right just just sing it again <laughs> at so, least for so, me that's how so it is josh but. that
1: that would just be forced like it won't be natural exactly that yeah kind of thing.
0: yeah for sure and like i guess yeah that's where it comes down to it's like um where do you see yourself like what do you what do you see as your not morals but what are your um i guess i guess kind of in a way what is your um knowing i think it's a lot of self-awareness of what you like and what you don't like and what you and i think most people like i think deep down inside most people know what they like yeah i would say most people know what they like because even if i wasn't a musician like i definitely have my own preference of what music styles i gravitate towards i guess but yeah it doesn't take a you know a musician to tell you what your musical preferences you know everyone has their own musical preferences right yeah yeah And so for me, it's like, I guess it's based on what I like and what I like to hear Yep. if I was just a fan of it, you know? I guess for me, that's how I kind of approach It's like, what would I want to hear as a fan of an artist that I like um, in a way? And I guess for me, I think when I'm, yeah, I guess going back, kind of backtracking to the original question, I think it kind of, again, depends on the like instrument, whether it's more of a subtle kind of instrument, if it's like a pad or some kind of like string sound or stuff like that then with that i can kind of get away with like using stuff like that i guess as long yeah. as i think for me i don't really i mean to be honest like i think as long as there's like guitars and drums i think and if if it's me singing then it's gonna be a cruel black song regardless you know like i think like regardless of what i do at this point it's like if you hear loud rock guitars at some point in the song or some kind of like electric guitar thingy or whatever um i guess it it is a crow black song i guess in that way so yeah i guess it for me it's like taking elements of so for me it's like it's always what i try to do is i try to take elements of what i am i guess quote unquote people have heard from me yeah and then kind of blend that together of what is new whether it is if it's a synth part or a string part or a I don't know, a ukulele part, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've 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 incorporated that though. I've incorporated a ukulele in a song. Uh, very it's very subtle, but it's in there. And so like oh, that's yeah. the thing. is like sometimes you can incorporate new things that to the listener they might not it might um, not immediately jump to them It's like, "Oh, there's a ukulele in the song. What the heck?" Yeah, yeah. But there's going to but they're going to hear something that is like, "Oh, there's something about that sound that it sounds like it's like oh they might hear a song they might be like oh it sounds like a cruel black song but there's something about it that feels different like and they can't put their hand on it and i guess that's for me the how i can kind of how i can i kind of work with um sounds that are different is that i keep the sounds that i guess are still core to my sound but yep incorporate stuff that can i can blend in and really it, again it can it, it might not be present but it can add depth to the sound, I guess. And yeah, but yeah. you know, you know, I, again, like, or it might be a, it might be the lead instrument if it is a synth part and if it sounds cool and it works well, with the electric guitars and cool, you yeah. know? So I mean, that's, it, that's it kind the of main of, thing, guess, isn't it? It sounds cool. So yeah, let's, let's add it in. And yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that's, and I think that's how I I tend to approach it is that because yeah. it's whether it sounds good or not, I guess. Right. And yeah, I guess for yeah. maybe for me as well, like I, I think also like, I also tend to be very musically, like, I don't know, schizophrenic sometimes, I think. Like, I remember yeah. I was showing, like, one of my friends, like, my Spotify playlist, right? And you literally go from, like, Silverstein, like, super heavy rock stuff to, like, Elvis. Oh, and, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, very like, the most, like, s- most schizophrenic. Like, I-, I tend to be very musically a schizophrenic sometimes in terms of, yeah. like, what I like listening to sometimes. And so, yeah, yeah. I guess it kind of carries over to, I guess what i tend to incorporate sometimes where i don't i mean i generally will say to myself i do say to myself though like or generally just whatever naturally comes out of me is like rock music i guess a lot of the times but there's yeah. you know certain elements of other genres and stuff like that i might incorporate and it might just be because and like it might just be based on the fact that i might be really digging a song that's in that style and yeah. I'll be like oh, i really yeah. want to incorporate that thing um, yeah yeah that's right so and- it's all kind of flavor to taste for me it's really at this point you know yeah um, yeah because but I, yeah yeah i think i think that
1: just the idea of hey it sounds cool it sounds good that's let's put it yeah in. that's like that to me is probably one like the most straightforward way of being natural because i mean for there sure are, there are people who will philosophize about the whole idea of being natural when really yeah, yeah. Like at the end of it it's like what what do you like like what what sounds cool to you and yeah how, wh- how, whatever you, how comes are you gonna incorporate that into your art that kind of thing mm-hmm. and that's yeah like that that to me is is the simplest and yet is the most effective way of explaining to someone how you would incorporate something new into your repertoire that it's just is just a natural outcome of growing as a musician mm-hmm. and, and incorporating yeah. new sounds along the journey and mm-hmm. and I think yeah that 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 is to me that is the natural way of yeah of self expression i mean you have the other way of self expression where it's you know how it's like a lot of these Right, Chinese products. How they rip off American or Japanese <laughs> products, that kind of thing. And and some and right. some of these musicians who who I will not name. How they just rip off styles from other artists <laughs> and just incorporate that into their sound. And <laughs> and to me, like that's that's like the textbook definition of being forced, really. And right. and how it's not how it's yeah, it, it's just not natural. Like it might it might appeal to to the to like. The young people at that time But Yeah You give it 20 years And it just sounds Dated Dated Yep, contrived (laughs) Like Like not meaning to diss Mandy Moore Like I I I actually (laughs) like Mandy Moore And her And her her Foray into Bubblegum pop Right But When I listen to some of her Tracks from the first album Oh Some of it just sounds So Contrived Like it Rain. was written by a committee. It's like, okay, yeah. in this album, we got to have a bubblegum candy pop song, and yeah, yeah, the yeah. next track has to be a little bit more serious and and subtle, and, oh, and yeah, yeah, you got to put in some ballads here and there, and some oh, yeah. dance tracks and whatnot. It's like an, <laughs> it's like an album by committee almost. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and as much as I, I, I still like many more. Right, like as much as like. <laughs> Like it was like I I like her as a, a person, right? But her her creative output when she first started was yeah, it just felt very very label driven. It's like Yeah. It's like the the, the the execs gave her an image and it's like, Okay, this is your image and you have to fit into this box that we're gonna put you in and yeah. if you if you paint by the numbers and you follow the rules, you're going to be a big artist and we're going to sell millions of records. And that's the deal. Yeah. yeah. So, and of course, yeah, in time, many more changed into something else. Yeah. Her song started becoming more acoustic and she had her own flair going into it. But yeah, yeah that just reminds me of the whole, of the whole, how do you present yourself as your own person without sounding forced and i think yeah a lot of these artists back in the day like they wanted to be big and they wanted to have careers and mm. it, it almost felt that they had no choice that yeah. kind of thing and and compounded by by the fact that the labels were making squillions of these young oh, yeah. boy and girl groups and yeah, yeah 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 like not too long ago i was i was watching the 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 doco about how how the Backstreet Boys and and sync were basically ripped off by by their managing executive yeah oh, so okay. how he how he got away with millions of dollars of album sales and mer- merch and all and all the Backstreet Boys got for that first quarter of album sales was a ten thousand dollar check. Like split right. amongst themselves like you would think that after months of hard work performing at all these concerts yeah. and and att- and doing all these publicity events they they would have been well well yeah like well remunerated but yeah they all they got was a thousand bucks which yeah was, oh man really like sad. I mean
0: that yeah that that story I feel like I mean I think we're kind of deviating but like um like you should have you seen the movie artifact I think uh with Jared Leto no, I haven't. Okay, you should watch that because that that it talks about that. Actually, okay. it basically talks about the whole like Thirty Seconds to Mars getting sued by their own like record label. Yep. Or like rec- like the their label. So, anyways, that's that. I just thought of that. Anyway, it's um. But I feel like yeah, that story definitely. You definitely hear that story of artists getting ripped off. Anyway, yeah. Definitely, uh, and it's it's I interesting,
1: right? Because you you don't know whether the black the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC they they were actually projecting their their true artist, artistic selves, or yeah. were they following the orders of their label, and as, right. and as a result of that, they got ripped off in the process. Yeah. yeah. Which is, it's, yeah, like, I mean, it's like, it's one thing to sell yourself out for for fame, and for fortune, and for, yeah. for the flavor of the, the, the year, right? And, yeah. and then, to find out that actually you were being milked all along by
0: the, the the record label so yeah i mean i think that's a that's a whole other topic i think that we'll probably get into at some yeah, point <laughs> yeah yeah because um but i think like i think kind of backtracking cause, to cause the, I the guess other the, thing uh, uh, yeah anyways, go on oh no, i was just saying that like i think back kind of backtracking to like i guess the original kind of what we were talking about i think like there's a middle ground in terms of like wanting to like being inspired by a certain sound you know being inspired by like i mean because i think it's the same like if you were like for you for example like you know you might hear a smashing pumpkin song and you're like man that sounds like such a cool ass song i want to write something like that right yeah 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 um and i think that's the thing like i guess there's a middle ground of like you being inspired by a song and yep. wanting yep. to get inspiration from that and i think i guess that's kind of the heart of this kind of topic i guess is that you know, you want to try to, yes, be inspired by these other artists, but I think it's sometimes very easy that you get, like, where you can get almost too, like, you can kind of confuse that with, like, f- and then end up forcing yourself that it needs to go down this path when yeah, sometimes it's, like, it might go in a different direction, you know, than, like, you know, than what you originally were, like, trying to force it down this path, per yep. se, of whatever sound, like for me, for example, like recently, I was working on a song um, or not recently, but like maybe a f- month or two ago, and I was working on the song, and I was really inspired by this song, um, uh, by this Japanese band, right? and I was like, and initially, I, and I was, for a while, I was like trying to like, get it to kind of go down this very specific path, right? and i was like man i love this song right am I'm like i'm like oh, i want to try to get that kind of same vibe right yep and it just and it just wasn't happening like i was just like i don't know like it felt it just wasn't happening and it felt like i was like right. I was, and i was like oh, man i don't know what's what um like how to kind of get this to whatever i want it to be right and then yeah i kind of i guess sort of took a step back a bit And I was, and i guess kind of was like well you know like i mean i was like i guess it wasn't intentional but i guess i kind of like thought you know what like i'm just gonna try to write this the best i can anyway and if it turn in if it can go that direction cool but i'm not gonna get married to the idea of it needs to be like this song you know and and in i guess in a not happy accident but in some weird way anyway it didn't it didn't sound like that particular song anyway but it did sound like something else that i was like oh it sounds really cool and it nice. you know and, I, and but it's funny actually because i was like oh it kind of sounds like another kind of it reminds me of another kind of band that i like another japanese band that i really like so i was like well that's cool i guess but it was like one of those things where sometimes you might be inspired by a certain song and you want to try to go in that down that direction and you yeah. finish the song and then it doesn't sound anything like it. It doesn't like it's like you can hear like the tiny bit of influence, but other than but like if you said if you showed it to a friend, right, they might be like, oh, okay. They might not say that it sounds like you know that particular artist, you know. Yeah, yeah. They might be like, oh, it sounds like this instead. And you're like, what? I wasn't intentionally going down that route, and I think that's kind of that's not a bad thing to be honest. I think, and I think that's that might actually be a good thing when. You're inspired by an artist and you want to try to write like a song like that. And then someone else says, like, it sounds like this other thing. And like, or it's that they're, it, or they're like, oh, it doesn't sound like that other thing that you were trying to do. I was like, well, I guess that's, you know, yeah. <laughs> because it's, and it's, I think that's good though, because it means then that you've imparted some kind of elements of yourself in there in some way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it reminds, while still kind of it keeping reminds the, people of something else, which is, it's a very interesting thing. Because it's yeah, yeah. It's it's how you incorporate. Well, you you incorporate your inspiration from one artist, and the person mm-hmm. who listens to your finished track says that it reminds them of another artist, which is yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Um, and yeah. which re- which which reminds me of. I remember there was one time I showed you this instrumental track I recorded with uh, a friend. When I was in KL, and oh, yeah. I remember the story. <laughs> yeah, and you you mentioned that uh, it sounded, it reminded you a lot of Radiohead.
0: Oh, and, I remember the story. <laughs> and, and I and
1: I said, wow, that's interesting because my my friend he he has no idea who Radiohead is. He, he doesn't he's, know who Radiohead is. <laughs> he he's the he's the Led, Led he's the Led Zeppelin guy, uh, Led Zeppelin yeah. Pink Floyd guy, and he he right. has no idea who who these modern rock are like he's a hardcore classic rock guy. So. <laughs> I
0: mean, the Pink Floyd bit, I'm like, okay, maybe I can see the the parallels between Pink Floyd and Radiohead, but I'm like, I'm like, Led Zeppelin has nothing to do with like this. Yeah, is and it's, it's so me.
1: interesting because he he uh, he supplied all the guitar parts and all the synth parts. I only did the drums right, and the mixing. Right. and it's like he's drawing all his influences from possibly Pink Floyd and you too. Yeah, and I play it to you. And you're like, wow, okay, that, that so reminds me like of Radiohead, Head, which is it's wow. It's like, <laughs> it's like an ongoing conversation, like from one yeah. from one musical inspiration to the other. It's like For sure. Yeah. It's and but at the same time it's like it's also natural. It's like my friend wasn't trying to emulate Radiohead in any way. And yet yeah. somehow it reminded you of Radiohead. So it's yeah. it's a very interesting thought process. I would say yeah yeah, yeah, for sure and I I kind of get like the same thing as well when I when I play for church and right I come up with all these ideas and I have no idea where where I get these ideas they just they just come and I just use whatever gear I have to express that idea and yeah and I get people coming up to me and they and they're like wow it sounds like Hillsong and, <laughs> and I I don't I don't listen to a lot of Hill song. I mean I do right. listen to Hill song, but not religiously, right? And, but right. at the same time like and yet you still get people coming up and, and, and going, Wow, like that sounds like Hill Song. I'm like, Okay, yeah. wow. It it does remind you of something else, even though I I was probably referencing some other artists or yeah. amalgamation of artists that I've listened to over the years. And yeah. and of course and of course the exception would be the one time when I I just ripped off the the riff from Champagne Supernova and uh in and I ripped it off I put it into yeah so so my church was was playing the stand and there was a, an instrumental no, oh section <laughs> that they left for me to solo over and I right. without thinking I just I just ripped off Parts of the riff from Champagne Supernova, thinking that no one would notice. Oh. And the next thing I knew, I got a Facebook message from our pianist saying, "Hey, did you get that from Champagne Supernova?" Sort of cool, though. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh. You found out, so but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and it's interesting because I wasn't even thinking about it, but I was like, "Oh yeah, I did take right. it from Champagne Supernova." So yeah, so yeah. like I wasn't I wasn't forcing. The riff into the solo section—it just came out of me, like I just put it in there because it sounded like yeah. the most natural thing that that I could think of, and yet at the same time,
0: right,
1: it, it was literally from Champagne Supernova. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it's... I, I think like I think like that's the kind of the funny thing. I, I guess those are the happy accidents that you don't really try, and it just happens sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, oh, I guess I guess that's cool. Like, and I think like. The, i think that's the that's the the fun part about music though is that you know not being so contrived and like just letting um you know being still open to happy accidents like yeah. that yeah um you know it's funny you mentioning something like that I think I was like i i remember one time I was working on a song um for the this current album that I'm planning to release um yeah and there's like I remember it was like I was working on a song and I wrote this bridge part, right? And I was like, oh man, I really like it. Like or like I was like, man, I really like this bridge part. And then I was like thinking about it. I was like, "Huh. Kind of like the the melody, like the vocal melody of it. I was yeah. like, kind of I was like, it kind of reminds me of a Bring Me The Horizon song." Okay. And I was like, which is funny because this song is totally the opposite of like a Bring Me The Horizon song. Like it's a rock song, but it's not like, you know, freaking you know like the lyrical topics are so like vastly different like if it's like they're like on other sides of the planet in terms of like lyrical topic like they're so different they're worlds apart from each other like lyrical topic wise and uh, and like style wise and i was like well, it kind of reminds you of that In some weird way I mean I listened I listened to like The track that I, I thought it, I was ripping off And I was like Oh I'm not really Actually ripping it off But I was like For some reason For some Like there's like a ti- like, I think like Just like a tiny phrasing In there that I was like Oh it kind of sounds Like a little bit like Bring me the horizon For some reason <laughs> Yeah yeah <laughs> which yeah kind of, Which But it's like yeah. yeah like you don't realize And again like I'm sure probably When I play it to people They'll probably not Like think it sounds like They'll probably not Even notice it but in my mind, I'm like, kind of sounds like, it's like yeah, I don't know. I was like, it yeah. kind of reminds me of "Bringing the and, Horizon" in some weird way.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because when you when you first played me your your track of um, your um, in your eyes, uh, what through your eyes album? Oh, in my eyes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the The last song, uh, "Never Forever," like you. Oh right, yeah, yeah, like yeah. You had it You had like, like you. The first time you showed me that song. Your your starting riff actually reminded me of oh, yeah, the riff from God Is Able, right? And I and I and I, I, know.
0: I was like,
1: and I and I pointed it out to you like like in a very like in a joking way. I was like, hey, it sounds like God Is I Able, like, oh. and you were like, no, like, no, oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. So
0: like you were like, <laughs> it was funny because I was like, and I was like, oh, shiz, and in my mind I was like, oh, is man. And I, then, was like, so, I was like I was like oh dang it So like I, I
1: brought it up to you and you were like I got and you got like I got the reaction and and I am like I didn't think about it after that and then you released the album and I heard and I, like, I heard the track he again the and I'm like oh he changed it huh. <laughs> Well I guess he didn't want I guess he didn't want to sound like I, God is able but yeah, I, I was I thinking want, I at the back to, of my head like he should have just stuck yeah, to it he should have nah, just I don't wanna, he should have just said wanna, no Aaron I'm just going to I'm just going to keep it in man <laughs>
0: I don't care what nah, you Nah, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Hey, you know what? I have the humility to like be- admit that I was like, you know what? It does sound like God is Able. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to basically be like... I don't want to have the rest of my life thinking that that song sounds like God oh, is Able. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to change that. I get what you mean. So I probably- was like, you know what? I'd rather... I'd rather it not be in the shadow of my mind. So I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. change it. So I'm going to change it. And it actually, it changed for the best, to be honest. like I think it changed for the true. better. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think yeah. it sounds... It's probably... I, I don't even remember what the riff was that I played anymore. It's yeah. somewhere in the hard drive.
1: Because, I mean, but, I mean, it still sounded natural. Like, you yeah. did feel like you were ripping it off. I
0: didn't even know just, the thing. is, I don't even know the song. That's the crazy right, thing. <laughs> like, right, right. Oh, you didn't even know the song. Okay. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think so. At least I... I don't think so I think at that point I don't think I'd really heard the song at least yeah or at least often yeah so. okay yeah like so to be honest I didn't I didn't even know
1: that song really well either like it yeah, was just I was like, I didn't- <laughs> it was just that riff you know like it, yeah, it has no. like that riff from that song is very distinct yeah 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 uh, like yeah, so yeah, yeah, when yeah. you play that riff I couldn't help myself like hey it sounds like God yeah, people no. yeah I know
0: yeah you know what again I was like you know what I will. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm humble. I'm, I humbled myself, and I was like, you know what? I'll change the riff. <laughs> I don't want to, you know. Because I guess, I guess, I don't want like, Hillsong to be coming after my royalties. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: right. Because I, uh, I guess after, yeah, you, like you, you can't unhear it, like after, after I brought it up.
0: Yeah, you gotta unhear <laughs> that, that stuff. Thing. You're just like, oh well. <laughs> yeah. So the, actually, well, I mean. I'd rather you had told me like that back then rather than like after the fact and be like kind of sounds like cuz then I would have be like oh gosh really? oh
1: yeah 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 and, like, so, okay. it, and then like, you, I would have been even you like, caught it just like you, you caught it before it came out so
0: caught it before it <laughs> yeah. like caught it before so i guess it worked out in that sense um yeah yeah it probably it probably worked that you know you told me that beforehand so yeah I, I was, i'm i'm uh, sure uh, you have guy. like an alternate track
1: floating in your computer somewhere that incorporated that a, original
0: it, riff With that original riff I think so, probably I just don't, I don't know Yeah, it's just yeah
1: Lost in the ether Which is like, it's interesting in because like, like, it wasn't, that song was Like, that riff wasn't forced And it wasn't contrived It just, it was just the riff that You decided to play in this, in like at that moment in time, like in yeah, the spirit God, yeah. of that time, like you weren't, oh, yeah. you weren't meaning to like rip
0: anyone off. It just,
1: it just came yeah. out of you.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's what it is. It's what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I remember when I first wrote together honest, together honestly, and oh yeah, I played it to 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 a friend. And I did a little bit of scatting at the end. It's like just you know da 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 oh, da yeah, 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 yeah. she liked the song and a few weeks later she came up to me and she was like Aaron you know what? The uh Pussycat dolls, their new single, the chorus sounds like your song. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, Oh really? Oh Dang it. Oh well, screw you, Priscilla. i wow. Um I'm keeping my. Book I wrote
0: name. it for. I wrote it first. Yeah, I wrote I it wrote first. That, like I wrote it first. Like you guys have a bigger <laughs>
1: budget and a bigger <laughs> label. Like I'm just a uni student, but you know. I wrote it I first. Wrote it
0: first. Yeah. I wrote it first. Yeah. So, and I'm not changing it. <laughs> just yeah. because Just because it sounds like pussycat dolls, no. <laughs> I'm glad you're sticking to. I'm glad you're sticking to your guns, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because
1: well, like the pussycat dolls are no more now. So,
0: yeah. Well yeah. <laughs> Really? Oh, I didn't even know that. At well, least, at least I, at least I, I really. haven't
1: heard of them. So. Oh okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. I mean, we, I'm sure like we borrow a lot of sounds and like a lot of styles from everyone, but yeah, in some that's, way. that's nothing to say that we are not like, we're not, we are contrived or we're not natural because basically we're we're a product of what we've been inspired by. Yeah. Like, there is a reason why I like big muffs and fuzz guitars. Well, and yeah. It's not because I'm trying to sound like the smashing pumpkins, you know. In the same way that the Smashing Pumpkins or Billy Corgan was not trying to sound like Black Sabbath. It's just yeah. it's just what they were inspired by. And yeah. it's just something that came out of them naturally. And yeah. if you talk to Billy Corgan today, there's no way he's gonna go back to that original sound. Like he <laughs> yeah. he has he's had so many fans that he says he he's met at the airport right <laughs> or in the elevator and they're telling him oh if only you could go back to that original sound and oh, right. he's like you know we we, are, we have come so far from that sound it's, <laughs> it's impossible it's like yeah he he he, he has a 50 something a middle-aged guy now he can't possibly yeah <laughs> feel the same way he felt. When he was yeah. 25 Yeah yeah, basically. yeah And it's For sure And it's a natural progression Like Okay yeah. I I don't I don't ever see myself Getting tired of Big Muff Right The Big Muff sound But Right But at the same time I I can't possibly Write the same songs I wrote 10 10 13 years ago Like Yeah It's impossible It's Things are Things are different now So
0: Yeah yeah for sure and And i think that you know we all we all i guess um you know i think that's every artist and i think that every artist should be you know have their own kind of should progress in that way right you know oh yeah i think if anything like at least certain artists anyway i mean i guess certain artists i mean acdc hasn't changed their sound in like you know freaking 30 40 years or whatever i guess but yeah um but you know, I guess each to their own, right? I mean, it's just whatever, I guess, inspires you or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And
1: it's and I would say that ACDC like they they didn't change their sound, not not because they didn't want to grow or they didn't want to want to push themselves. I think it was more of imagine if they they brought out drum machines and synths. Instead, I would be pretty weirded like, out by that to it be honest wouldn't sound like leds, it wouldn't sound like ACDC that's for sure I like, would just be weirded out yeah so in in a way like I feel like it's it's an expression from them it's like you know we're, yeah. we're, we're sticking to what we do best it's like yeah, guitars, drums and rock
0: and roll basically I think that I think that there is kind of a, a happy medium you know that you can live in I think the Foo Fighters are a great example of a band that's I would say they've, like, even though, like, they're still, it's still, they're still a rock band, I guess. But you look at their records anyway, from the first record to, you know, now. And there's definitely, like, there's definitely moments where it's, compl- like, there's some songs that, yeah, aren't really Foo Fighter kind of, you know, alt-rock kind of songs oh, yeah. in a way. You know, yeah. like, there's definitely, I mean, off was it Echo, Silence, pa- Patience, and Grace. That record, there's a song called Home, where it's a piano. Vocal song and that's it. So, cool. I think like it's one of those things where I think, I think they're a great example of a band that's kind of, kind of been able to kind of toe that line of what they're inspired by while also, kind of staying true to themselves, I guess, in some way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah,
1: and it's yeah, and it's it's interesting. Like, ACDC are happy to stick to their sound. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they're they're not afraid of engaging Axl Rose to to no. perform for them. It's like yeah, and when I hear Axl Rose singing "Back Back in Black," it doesn't sound contrived and it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound forced at all. Because yeah, yeah, it just sounded just sounded like rock and roll. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is which for is sure. which is, I think, bands like ACDC are, are just gonna. Go on and on Like you might have yeah. Different vocalists You might you, you might even have Different guitarists But Yeah The spirit of the band I think Is still gonna carry on It's like Yeah Long after the original members uh, Move on Or pass on Right
0: And Man I can't imagine that day
1: Yeah Like I mean Okay maybe not Not for every band Cause I can't imagine <laughs> Linkin Park Without Chester and
0: yeah yeah
1: and it's like and sometimes you just have to make that call right it's like yeah would it be natural to continue as a band if like a major part of your sound has has gone and it's like yeah how led zeppelin could have continued going but they felt that it just won't be right without john Bonham.
0: yeah yeah and like i mean they were like yeah i mean they. I mean, they were even considering like having Jason Bonham, who's like even John Bonham's son. And yeah. even then, they were like, I don't know. Yeah. Like so, I think like even like even the son of like the you know the drummer is like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it is a, I think it is a call that a band has to make right of what what's right for them and what's not yeah. right.
1: and it's certainly not the same without John Bonham, and I I definitely respect them for that. And yeah, but at the same time, you get. Bands like Blink One Eight Two when nah. Yeah, you know, when, when Tom DeLong decided to uh yeah, just chase aliens. And Yeah. Yeah, and they, they brought on Matt Skiba. And it I mean it was it was a different person singing, but at the same time it still felt blink. And I yeah. think it's because yeah, I think it's a big part of that goes to Travis Barker. Like. Right.
0: I mean, I can't
1: imagine Blink-182 without Travis Barker. Like, right. I I thought I couldn't imagine Blink without Tom DeLonge, but somehow like with California and uh, 2019. Yeah, like. Yeah. It still sounded like it still sounded like Blink despite right. Tom DeLonge yep. not being there. Like I I thought Matt Skiba was a
0: really good addition to the band Right yeah. yeah Yeah I mean I think Yeah I think the last record they put out was Like they've got a number of songs That I was like Oh it's pretty cool um, Yeah I mean I think like I, If I listen to like the Like when they play The like classic songs anyway It is one of those things where I'm like Like It's like <sighs> just not, It's not the same no, In terms yeah. of like Tom DeLonge's. Maybe the classic it's, Blink Yeah it's not It's, it's like If it's like you Yeah Yeah it's
1: definitely not the classic Blink Cause it's just, you yeah. Know. You don't have um, Tom DeLong's signature Cockney accent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I kind of, that is something I'm like, ah, oh, like it's just not the same. But, you know, it, it is what it is, right? You can't, you know, can't always do it in the past and whatnot. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, I guess we
1: can't. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and I mean, like to me, Blink 182, like, like what they're doing with Matt Skiba to me that still feels like a natural evolution. Like although mm. it was like a necessary evolution, but it still right. felt it still felt natural. That's for sure. Mm. Like and you still yeah. had you still had elements of Blink one eight two that still sounded the same or sounded consistent. Travis Barker's right. drum drums being one of them. And yeah, yeah. still having Mark Hopus singing. Mm-hmm. And playing bass, so yeah, yeah. But then having this extra um, sound that of Matt Skiba, like that's yeah, that's something new. And yet, I feel like it ties in. It still manages to tie in well with their yeah. new albums.
0: Yeah, like right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and obviously, I'm not I'm not talking about their their classic albums, right? Because yeah, it would be so different yeah
0: yeah you yeah. know yeah, yeah for sure so um
1: yeah yeah and, and it's yeah i mean we could go we could go on and on about being natural versus being contrived but
0: yeah i think i think i think we've covered uh i think we've covered enough ground i mean for sure i, I mean i think we've deviated so many times in this topic i think but first i think we've kind of I think we've got I think hopefully if you guys have like reached to the end of this episode anyway I feel like I say this all the time but if you've gotten to the end of this episode first of all kudos to you cuz I think like this was this this particular episode has definitely been a like a roller coaster of like different kind of stuff we're yeah, talking about yeah, in yeah. one go but yeah. Um, but yeah I think you know we, we were
1: just being natural, you know? We weren't forcing ourselves <laughs> to be anything else. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess if there was, like, I guess if there's one kind of takeaway thing is, you know, it's good, like, I think at the end of the day, it is good to still have a creative vision for sure. Like, it's good to know what you want, um, but don't get so caught up with that vision to the point where you lose, um, you lose that element of being open to the happy accidents because sometimes those happy accidents are better ideas than probably what probably what you were thinking of originally yeah yeah um but yeah I think um I think that's it so yeah, yeah. and I'm just gonna know, add s-
1: one more thing right it's uh oh, okay I
0: feel like I feel like what we <laughs> are talking
1: about it has it also has parallels to life in general because we yeah we go about thinking about the future, right? Like what like what are we going to work as and where yeah. our career is going to go and who we're going to marry and who we're going to settle down with. And we have all these preconceived ideas, but at the end of it, right, it's like a lot of these things are not within our control. And yeah. sometimes it feels that we have to put in more effort we have to force ourselves to go through the motion and I mean if you are willing yourself to get out of bed every morning and get to work like regardless of how like despite hating your job so much like I mean kudos to you right but at the same time it's like we can't plan our promotions we can't plan on who we're going to fall in love with or who's going to fall in love with us Mm -hmm. and I think the best way to go through this life is really to just just be natural, you know? And just to to be your own personal style and just be Yeah, and just live, basically. And yeah, and you will get you will get like not so good accidents, but sometimes you get really happy accidents. And sometimes yeah, just being spontaneous is is the best way of just being natural. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just for music, but also to life, I feel.
0: hmm Yeah. For sure. Cool, cool. But yeah, I think, you know, we'll wrap things up. Um yep. but yeah, one but yeah, once again guys, thank you so much for uh for those that have been listening to the podcast, you know, and giving us all your support and stuff like that. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we do appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and some of you guys anyway have told us like, you know, have been really uh, supportive of what we've been doing. So, thank you guys so much. Um Yeah. But yeah, once again, if you guys are new, if you guys if any of you guys that are listening are new to the um podcast anyway, do think about You know, consider following us on Spotify or Apple Music or stuff like that. Um, We've got episodes every fortnight and all that good stuff. Talking about all these kinds of creative, uh, having creative (laughs) convos. That's basically Um, it. Yeah, so, but yeah. um, But yeah, I think we'll, you know, I think that's it. So once again, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. So see ya. Take care, guys.